Chagiga Dav Tesvav Amid Aleph Shir number two. We are 13 lines from the bottom, right at the beginning of the line. It says, Shol Acher Es Rebbe Meir, L'Acher Shiyotsu L'Tabriz Ra. After Acher had already left the, uh, the good path, and he'd already gone and become a heretic and a balaveras, he asked Rebbe Meir a question. What's the explanation of the verse which says, That you cannot um, value it in gold or crystal, and you cannot swap it for golden vessels? Omalois, so Rebbe Meir answers him, and he says, This is talking about Elu Divrei Torah. This is talking about Divrei Torah, words of Torah. Shakash and the Kanois and Kakli Zahav Kleipaz, because they are very hard to acquire, like golden vessels. But they're very easy to lose and to break, like crystal or glass um, vessels. So Omalois, so Acher says to Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Akiva, Rabbi Cholay, Omakach, your Rebbe, Rebbe Akiva, didn't say this. He didn't explain the Pasuk the way you just did. Elamar Klezov, he explained it like this. Just as Klezov a Klezoruchis, just as golden and glass vessels, Afopishanishburu, even though they might break, Yeshlam Takana, there is a way to fix them. So Avtamit Chachim, so too, a Torah scholar, Afopishasarach, even though he goes off and he uh, perverts himself and he leaves the, the fold, Yeshlo Takana, there is still hope for this person. There's still a way to, for him to fix his ways. Omar Loi, so Rebbe Meir says to Acher, he says, If that's the case, then you also should come back. You should go back against your evil ways and come back to being a good Jew. Omar Loi, so Acher answers back, I already heard from behind the partition in Shemayim, in the heavens, that the, the voice came out and says, that the Jewish people, the children, the wayward children should all do tshuva and repent, except for Acher. And this is what we learned up above, that it sounded like from the heavens that his repentance would not be accepted. It has to be pointed that even, though, that, uh, that even though this is what he heard, he shouldn't have accepted it. And he still should have done tshuva. And it would have been accepted. So Tanah Rabban and the rabbis taught, There was a story, a situation with Acher. He was riding his horse on Shabbos, which is obviously prohibited. And Rebbe Meir was following behind him to learn Torah from his mouth. He still wanted to be taught Torah by Acher. Amaloi, Acher at a certain point, says to his Talmud, Meir, he says, Meir, you should go back. Why? Because I've already been measuring the footsteps of my horse. I'd come to Chum Shabbos, and we've just reached the edge of the Shabbos boundary, and you're prohibited from extending past it. So Amaloi, Rebbe Meir says, very poetically, you should also go back. Meaning, not only, obviously, you should turn around and not leave the Shabbos Tchum, but you should also go back and do tshuva, repent. Amar Lei, so he says, Have I not already told you, I've already heard from behind the partition, that the way with children must repent, except for Acher. So Rebbe Meir grabbed Acher and he took him to the base Midrash. He wanted to, he wanted to make him do tshuva, to repent. So Acher, upon entering the base Midrash, finds a young child and he says to this child, Tell me which verse you're currently learning. The child says, Hashem says to the wicked, there is no peace. This is prophetically um, validating what Acher thought, that since he's a Russia, there'll be no peace. There's no way back. Took him to another base Knesses, another shul. 
He said to a child, again, tell me what verse you're learning at the moment. The child says, Even if I clean you with cleaning agents and soap, your sins have already been sealed in front of me or, 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 or stained in front of me. So again, prophetically telling Acher what he thought, that his, his uh, repentance would not be accepted. So he took him to another base Knesset, and again, he said to a child, tell me what verse you're learning. The child said, he says, you, you, uh, you, uh, the one who's been robbed, what are you doing that you're wearing fine clothing and that you're applying makeup to your face and that you're, you're, putting, uh, you're putting, wearing golden uh, jewelry? You're doing it, you're beautifying yourself for nothing. That's what the verse says, as if to say you can, you can dress up nicely, but it's all in vain. Again, prophetically telling Acher what he thought about himself, that he was doomed and there was no way for him to beautify himself and to come back. And he took him to another shul. Until he eventually went to 13 shuls in total. Every single one of them, a child said a similar verse, which um, verified what Acher thought. In the final base Knesses, he said to a child, tell me what posuk you're learning. He says, Hashem says to the Rasha, for what purpose are you discussing my laws? Meaning, again, there's no point in learning the Torah for a person like you. Now, uh, now, this child had a little bit of a speech impediment. And instead of saying, To the Rasha, Hashem says, It sounded like he said, It sounded like he said to him, it sounded like he said, not Ula Rasha. It sounded like he said, Ula Elisha. And to Elisha Hashem says, Elisha ben Acher. To Elisha Hashem says, why are you discussing my laws? Again, this is almost the, the, final, the, the, the final straw on the camel's back that is proving that Acher could no, not do tshuva. So what did he do? Some said, Some say that Acher was holding a knife. And he cut up this child and sent him to 13 different shuls. Some say um, that he didn't actually kill the child. He just said, That if I did have biyodi in my hand, a knife, I would um, cut him up. I would kill him. So we learned, Rebbe Meir, understood a Pasuk to be referring to the, uh, the difficulty of words of Torah to be acquired and the ease at which they can be lost. And Acher quoted in the name of Rabbi Akiva that it was talking about a Talmud Chachim that even though he's gone off the derech, he can still make right. And to which Rabbi Meir said, so why don't you do that? And he said, I've already been signed and sealed. Um, also, they were riding, he was riding on a horse and Rebbe Meir was running behind him trying to learn Torah and he told him to turn back at the Tuchum Shabbos and then Rebbe Meir said to Acher, why don't you turn back, not just from the Tuchum Shabbos, but from your evil ways. And again, he said, because I've, my destiny's already been signed and sealed. And then he took him to 13 different shuls and, and each child gave him verses which validated what he held, that he could no longer do tshuva. And the final child 
quoted the Pasik, Ula Rasha, Omar Elohim, that Hashem says to the Rasha, Malachal why are you, what good is it that you're talking about my laws? And he had a speech impediment, it didn't sound like Ula Rasha, it sounded Ula Elisha, which sounded even more clear that, uh, that Acha was doomed. And either he um, dismembered the child and sent him to the 13 shuls, or he wished that he could have.